Good morning for Thursday, June 23, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Clinton casts herself as problem solver. Bedlam erupts in House sit-in by Democrats, and Trump unleashes torrent of criticism at Clinton. In today's national headlines, two companies to blame in Flint crisis, State says. Raging wildfires in the southwest stretch resources, and Obama fracking rules are struck down by a court in Wyoming. In today's business headlines, Fiat Chrysler moves up repairs for gear shift, Volkswagen rewarded for failure, shareholders say, and gambling industry is a winner in the Brexit vote. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Clinton casts herself as a problem solver. Neil Irwin has the story. It has been a year dominated by populist rage embodied in Bernie Sanders' calls for a political revolution and Donald Trump's angry assertions that the United States and its workers are losing badly in the global economy. In an economy policy speech on Wednesday, Hillary Clinton gave this message. I alone am the candidate who knows how to turn those underlying frustrations into actual policies that might make things better. She offered herself as someone who would not merely vent voters' anger, but respond to that anger by creating legislation that can be scored by the Congressional Budget Office and just maybe pass a Senate committee. It's not easy to change Washington or how corporations behave, Clinton, the presumptive Democratic nominee, said in Raleigh, North Carolina, a day after a speech blasting Trump's business record, ethics, and often erratic policy positions. It takes more than stern words or a flashy slogan. It takes a plan, and it takes experience and the ability to work with both parties to get results. Unlike her primary opponent, Sanders, she did not promise to provide free college tuition or to break up major banks. She said she would make sure students could graduate without a debt hangover and would clamp down on banks in ways that would probably lead them to shrink. Unlike her Republican opponent, Trump, she did not propose ripping up trade deals and risking trade wars with the likes of China and Mexico. But she did say her administration would use the tax code to punish companies that outsource jobs. Notably, she also did not proclaim the greatness of the Obama-era economy and pledge continuity. That was a contrast with two other modern-era candidates who ran to succeed a two-term president from their party amid a strong economy, Al Gore in 2000 and George H.W. Bush in 1988. This speech suggests she seeks to run not by boasting of what has gone right in the economy under President Obama, but as a fixer who can successfully deal with the things that are still broken. The Obama administration has stressed that private sector job growth has been strong for the last several years and that the unemployment rate is now down to 4.7 percent. But in her speech, Clinton emphasized the longer-term divergence between worker productivity and wages, the tendency of companies to view employee compensation as a cost to be minimized. And she spoke of the struggles of the long-term unemployed, people who can find only part-time work, 
and those who were out of the labor force entirely. In effect, Clinton acknowledged the underlying economic discontent that has fueled the rise of Sanders and Trump while presenting herself as the person best qualified to address it. The bottom line is that too many leaders in business and government have lost sight of our shared responsibility to each other and to our nation, she said.